Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. Hello and welcome to the next Go for Leadership podcast series today with Sven Krüger. Go for Leadership interviews. Sven, welcome to the call. Hi, Danny. Great. Um, as usual, uh, I would give you 30 seconds to quickly introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Sven Krüger. I work as an executive coach and digital advisor in Berlin. Uh, my background is uh, a long career in marketing. My last uh, position employed was uh, chief marketing officer for T-Systems at the Deutsche Telekom Corporation. And before that, uh, I was also working as a freelancing consultant. Um, my topics are mainly uh, leadership topics. So I, I coach clients uh, for leadership topics. And I also work as an advisor in digitalization topics, um, like consulting people for strategies. And um, yes, of course, there's a big marketing background. So this is always something in the background because most topics are connected to communications in some way or another. Great. So um, another famous question that, that I usually ask in the podcast is, uh, what does leadership actually mean to you? How would you describe or define leadership? Yeah, I guess there are a hundred different answers or maybe a thousand. Um, it depends, I would say. It depends on, on the person and on the project and uh, the surroundings. But basically, um, as a leader, um, you pursue a certain goal And uh, usually if there's no one who follows, then there's not much leadership. So you have some followers and uh, your role as a leader is um, to make sure that the goal can be reached um, in the best possible way. And as you can see, I'm, I'm struggling here because uh, there's a lot of buzzwords uh, in, the, in this and um, I, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, I, I usually look at the situation um, and at the personal um, surroundings and, and the backgrounds of the people I, I deal with. And so this is always a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are in the, in, the, in the coaching as well in the consulting business, if you coach leaders these days, what are the biggest headache? It's interesting. In the first place, uh, the, the way you uh, took, the way you, you uh, the way you put this question, because you were mentioning coaching and consulting, and it's it's really close to to each other. Because uh, if I if I coach leaders these days, um, there's really often questions in between which are purely consulting questions. When and then I usually say, okay, um, now we leave the, the coaching room, so to speak, and and go into a consulting uh, situation. Are you aware of that? I mean, it's okay for me, no problem. But, but I make sure that people are aware that I, I leave the coach area and I go into mm -hmm. the consulting area because as, as, as a coach, it's, it's not my role to tell people uh, how to do it best. Um, but um, yeah, it's, uh, I think that uh, usually most, most situations um, have different ways of, um, of, of finding the right solution. And uh, I always try to find out what's the best solution for the person uh, in front of me. So if you have a certain issue uh, in your workplace and you ask me about that and I'm your coach, then I would try to make you find out uh, how you can tackle that with, with your resources and within your personality and your character. So then it's really credible and, and it, it's, it's your uh, position and, and attitude to that. Everything else, uh, to my mind, uh, comes as, as, a, as a copy of something you maybe read. or It's, it's not yourself. Mm -hmm. 
do you think that, uh, I mean, now we are uh, just in between the corona crisis, that the challenges leaders have these days um, have, have uh, switched gears, let's say? Is there a time before corona and uh, in corona? Yeah, I mean, time is uh, really a hard subject for, for people. Um, I usually try to go with the flow, but um, you can see within this corona crisis that people who really uh, stick to the uh, uh, traditional way of doing things, uh, of course, they, they have more problems now than people who are really flexible and people who adapt easily. And uh, I think a lot has changed and uh, most of us, only now after almost a year within the situation uh, can can grasp uh, the the reach of these uh, differences to the, the former um, state i i was I, i launched a website actually to that uh, it's it's called next normal because i think it's everybody's talking about the new normal which is an older concept there are already some books about that out there and uh, i thought next normal is a little bit more um, on this topic because there will always be a next Like mm -hmm. things are changing uh, constantly. Uh, everyone knows that. Uh, so it's every three to six months, there's a slightly different situation than before. And now um, with Corona or with this pandemic situation, in, in our digital sector, maybe it's, it's for the first time a real disruption. Because in, in the digital area, people talk about disruptions all the time. And I think, uh, well, if you look closely, then there's not much uh, disruption. Uh, all the um, developments are foreseeable. But with the corona pandemic, nobody really saw that coming. And uh, so within like six months, uh, things change dramatically for some branches. And so, um, yeah, that this is a big, big challenge for leadership because you have to be really close to the people you lead um, in order to make sure that things just continue working. I mean, we, we were talking about that before, before our podcast, uh, there's, there's a big uh, crisis uh, and, and also a gap that's, that's widening in society uh, about people who can thrive in this uh, situation and about people who really uh, have to fight for their existence. And uh, for the latter ones, It's, it's kind of tough uh, to give them the right support. And then we have these rules of, of staying apart where we need to be together, especially at this time. This is probably uh, also very challenging for most people that we need to be close together, but we have to stay apart. Um, I can yeah. fully understand what, what you mean. And actually, um, uh, I, I think um, everybody can can understand um, that uh, in former times, everybody talked about uh, a disruption, but it was more an evolution rather than a, a revolution. Now, uh, everybody is everybody, every company, uh, every single individual human being, humankind is actually forced um to uh, revolutionize let's say their their day-to-day -day routines in in all aspects of life right in the family life in the business life um so um do you think there are certain skills or attitudes uh, that leaders would need to have uh, in order to thrive now going back into your comment that there are some that that seems to handle the situation much better than others do you think there are certain let's say, uh, skills or, or routines or um, attitudes that, that are required these days? Yeah, surely. Um, 
I found myself, I mean, I, I was um, as much surprised as, as most of us uh, when the situation began uh, in, in spring 2020 and uh, as, as a freelancing consultant and uh, also as a keynote speaker, most of my uh, most of my bookings vanished within a weekend. Like mm -hmm. in, in March, I think there was a period of like three to four days and everything that was in my calendar just vanished. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was also kind of a hard situation, but then again, um, because you said, uh, are there uh, certain traits or, or can you do something? I, for myself, I'm a person, um, I don't know if I trained that, but for a really, really long time, maybe for like uh, two decades, uh, I, I have this um, thing in my mind which says embrace change. So whenever things change, I feel this uncomfortable feeling and uh, because we, we don't like change. Basically, people don't like change. People like to know what happens and uh, be safe. I mean, safety and security is so important for, for our inner children also. But um, I somehow have this, uh, this concept in my mind, embrace change, because uh, it will happen all the time. And, and the, the more open you are for it, the easier it gets, because everything that you struggle against gets more energy from your struggle because you put all your struggle energy into this problem and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Whereas if you say, hey, okay, that's the new situation. Uh, what could be cool about it? How can I adapt to that? That makes it uh, a lot easier to cope. And then the second thing is um, regarding the, the leadership perspective, um, this concept of empathy, uh, which came up uh, over the last yeah, years also. It's it's not that new, but it it really uh, became big within the Corona crisis, and I think it's important because uh, we need a lot of empathy uh, as leaders um, with our, our followers, with our teams, with our peers, because um, everyone is struggling in a different way. Like for example, if you live in a family and you have uh, children, then of course uh, you struggle. Maybe uh, how do you cope with homeschooling? Uh, Maybe you have to care for elderly people. Maybe you are afraid what happens to, to your grandmother. If you are a single person, maybe you suffer from loneliness. Also. So it's, it's really important to, to look at the person, uh, look at the personal surroundings and be a little empathic uh, about the situation people are in. Absolutely. I like also just uh, digging in uh, what you mentioned with, with your website, that it's not really about the, the new normal, it's about the next and, and the next and the next. And I think um, what we just see is that uh, the speed has, again, accelerated of change. Uh, and I mean, uh, there will be... Um, there will be continuous change. So there's no question about uh, scoping with change. It's just uh, the question who is uh, adapting uh, the fastest uh, and, um, and how to scope with it. So I think it's a, it's a relevant comment from, from your side that it's really about also a big portion of it. it it's the attitude that, that drives us and helps us to adapt to the new situation. And um, uh, I think it's a, a great... Uh, demonstration of 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 that uh, transformational skill that you just outlined when when and I I had the same situation when suddenly all the the the, the speaker slots has been uh, vanished from the calendars. Not to say that I had hundreds of them, but I had some of them, and and they have been continuously, let's say, uh, uh, coming into the future. Various we can uh, I think already say that uh, there will be. Uh, possibilities of course of virtual conferences but at the time when we had this huge um, physical conferences um, uh, might be last some some time uh, into the future 
Yeah. Let's let's go a little bit uh, maybe uh, back into history when you started your career. Um, how did you came? Or how how did you came the person that say that you are now? Uh, and and how did uh, the different uh, positions you had in uh, let's say formed your your attitude uh, so that uh, maybe also for our younger listeners that are starting their career uh, they can also maybe identify some traits that that they can follow. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that uh, in a different context uh, already some time ago. Um, I, I think there was always um, something like a picture in my mind, uh, how I picture myself uh, in, in life somehow later on. And uh, these circumstances evolved. So um, in, in the end, I found myself in a situation that I was dreaming about a few years ago. And so this is always this always came out kind of nicely, but um, the way to achieve uh, the status was not always that nice. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, of, as, as anyone, I went through really dark and, and also depressing phases uh, in my life, but um, in the end, it all worked out well. And I think that's also, it's truly a basic belief of myself that in the end, it will work out really well. And if if not, it's it's not the end. This is also something like a buzzword or a saying. But for for myself, it it became the truth so far. Um, I think one aspect is that I'm I'm really curious and I I don't hesitate to jump into new fields uh, because like my my major, for example, is in art history and American literature. But I'm a purely business marketing guy. I was for 16 years of my life. I was a corporate marketing guy, always on VP and, and SVP level. So um, in the end, uh, I think, um, and this is, was my, my uh, conscious decision when I went into university. I thought, okay, probably you will need a, new, a university degree for whatever you want to do. But uh, which kind of degree is maybe not that important. Nowadays, I think, okay, it would be really cool to be in, in data science or stuff like that. And I'm, I'm not that good in, in math. So uh, like coping with algorithms and, and all that, that's, that's really not my science. I can understand it, but I could not do it for myself. And I'm nowadays, I'm, I must admit, I'm too lazy to jump into that. But basically, I don't hesitate to jump into new fields. So I became a tech expert uh, in a very short time. And this also gave me confidence that you can uh, achieve a lot of knowledge within a really short period of time. Like then I was, uh, I was training people who had a degree in, in, uh, in computer science in the end. Uh, they, they had degrees in, in uh, transmission techniques and stuff like that. And of course, they were thinking, hey, this guy is also from a university with a diploma in my field. And they were kind of shocked when I told them... Uh, after asking me that I'm an art historian. So they, they couldn't believe it because how could I train them? Um, they, they are engineers. And it's, it's, it's a good message for anyone because you said uh, pace is accelerating. That's true. Um, so it's, it's really possible that you acquire a, a deep knowledge within like three to six months for a topic which you did not know before. So that's, that's really good. Uh, and maybe one last thing. Um, in all the situations in my life, when I worked uh, in all professional situations, there was always somebody that I worked for as a freelancer or as an employee. And uh, since I started uh, as a freelancer, so to speak, I always had this customer perspective. So if, if I would be employed by you, if you would be my boss, Danny, then I would always feel that you are my client or my customer. 
And this perspective, uh, I think it made me successful because I never thought that my boss has some obligations towards me. I always thought, how can I make this person uh, as successful as possible? How can I give the maximum input to make my boss be a star? I, I like that attitude at the end. So, um, I mean, everybody talks about customer centricity or, or customer focus or obsession, but uh, at the end, it's really um, uh, spending time uh, with, 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 let's say, that uh, that uh, uh, person and understands really their, their needs. Uh, I mean, in particular, these days, um, when you go into a call with a client, um, um, the needs have uh, uh, switched, and maybe also the, the um, I would say uh, the uh, it's not that clear also for their clients or for the clients itself uh, what they really need. Because I mean the uh, the the areas are so widely spreaded where they have challenges, um, and um, I think it's very important as a service provider, uh, be it as a one-to-one -one relationship or being as really a service provider in the business-to-business -business area to uh, select uh, the areas where you can scope and, and support and uh, let the opponent shine. Um, let's, let's maybe also um, um, touch a little bit. You said uh, that uh, also by not fearing, let's say, the mistake, and I think this comes really by your strong uh mindset and maybe one or two questions on on this one uh, i have read the book growth mindset by carol tweak which really influenced me quite a bit uh, and she also talks about not fear of, of failure uh, and of course it's clear that you enter a new area and like you said you just learned very fast the the, the terminology as well as the the, the the area of of technology uh, but of, of course, uh, this also could have meant you, you fail, but you have uh, scoped with it. And as I said, well, I, I have a strong belief in myself and I, I can do it. Um, I know that mindset uh, is something hard to train, but do we have uh, some exercise or some techniques that, that helps you to, let's say, actually not fear uh, to, to enter these new areas? Um, yeah, well, for me, it's kind of easy because I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. I have experience in that. Like, uh, like I said, when I started, uh, working as a trainer, of course I had to acquire the knowledge for myself. So I was reading a lot of stuff about that. And, uh, the first weeks, I mean, it was really weeks. The first weeks I was reading hundreds and hundreds of pages and I just didn't get what was written there. So for example, uh, in, in order to be able to communicate or train about uh, internet technologies, I was reading the RFCs. So that's really the basic stuff the, the whole uh, technology is, is based upon. And uh, it, it took me a while, but then at some point you discover, okay, now all the dots that you see begin to connect. And then a picture evolves. And then at a certain point, it's really easy. And then you hear yourself talking in your own mind uh, in, in a technical way. And then at, at some point, you are a technician in, in this part, even if you have a degree somewhere else, but you, you are so deep in that. So it, it became a routine. Uh, and I think this is the, the, the recipe for anyone. If you want to be successful with uh, a change, then uh, get get accustomed to change, uh, make it a routine to change stuff. 
you can hear that in, in all kinds of, 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 of books and podcasts and stuff like that that people tell you. And it's the truth. So it, it can't be told uh, often enough, probably. Um, if you want to make change a routine, then uh, then just do it. Uh, take different ways to your workplace. Uh, start with different types of breakfast. Uh, get up at different uh, times or, I mean, you have to find your own way because there will be people who say, oh no, that's really bad. You need your morning routine. You need uh, certain things that you do every day. Um, but then again, what kind of routine do you want to establish? And if you want to establish change, then acquire change in your daily life. I, I like that because usually, I mean, uh, we are so uh, uh, used to get, let's say, used to certain stuff that it's uh, it's important, like you said, uh, to start with the little things that we can actually switch uh, and also manipulate with our own uh, uh, willing, meaning uh, wake up at a different time frame or maybe use uh, one day the train, the next day the car, or maybe switch a restaurant or also be open for a new menu uh, in the restaurant of your of your heart so that uh, that you're not always order the same food uh, and just with a different dish so um, I, I like that actually and, and, and we have tried to implement that also uh, as a family because uh, that opens also your 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 mind actually uh, for new stuff new things um, not to say that also routines uh, help Uh, to get things, uh, let's say, done. But uh, I think it's the, the good mixture of both things. Yeah, but there are two different aspects. It's, it's good that you mentioned that because, um, of course, the mind is important. But then, again, the mind is not, uh, is not alone. Uh, you are a, a body-mind system. So if you want to train your mind, you can use your body and probably you have to. So uh, only think about something does not change much, but doing something that changes. And uh, the doing then... Um, also convinces your mind that it can be done and then it gets stronger and stronger. Whereas on the other hand side, if you don't want to uh, change uh, and, and do different things every day, um, the first uh, lesson could be that when something comes up that's new for you, instead of this uh, instant refusal, you could just train yourself in your mind to say, oh, okay, uh, Or I had a I had a great boss a few years ago, um, a really cool guy, and he made this uh, um, exercise with us in in our team that he said, "Now let's train to change from uh, yes but to why not." I mean, that's also no rocket science. Everyone has had this exercise maybe already, but um, it was mind changing for our team at that time because we always say we are trained to say yes, but then we say but meaning yes, no, <laughs> and why not? And that's what I mean with something changes, you say, oh, okay, that's different. It's, okay. A, it, it's so funny as you said that, and I think that that also uh, helps, let's say, a little bit uh, change the perspective. Not to say that this helps to change a mindset, but this helps to change the perspective. Actually, something I did this time, uh, this week, uh, twice with my daughter to say, uh, uh, yes, you can. Uh, it's just a, um, a matter of, uh, and we as human beings also tend to limit ourselves. Uh, and I think that's something we we really should uh, open up. Um, I was reading the other day uh, on a, a guy of a, an owner of a hotel 
Uh, and of course, uh, as a hotelier during these days in Corona, uh, you, you have really a, a, a big headache. So he just uh, put in uh, and, and transformed his hotel to a huge cyber cyber office space. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I mean, I, I, he didn't mention that it uh, was the best business idea and he's now printing money, but uh, he transformed uh, and said, well, this is now the new situation. That's the new reality. Let's find a new way to get the things done. Uh, and so he said, I will not survive because uh, he said, yes, we can. And um, he, he had the right attitude. Let me close maybe Sven with, with the last question and, and what you would what would be the recommendation to to, to your younger to the younger Sven uh, by starting uh, your career from from scratch, let's say from the greenfield? Okay, that's a good question. Um, first thing that I would uh, really try to tell myself and what I would uh, try to tell everybody and what's always uh, in, in the core of my coaching is uh, find out about yourself, know yourself. Um, because if you know who you are and what is really important for you in your life, then you get much more independent from all the stuff that surrounds you. And um, maybe it helps also if, if you know yourself, then you know that um, you're as good as anyone else and anyone else is as good as you. Um, so there's this, this constant comparison uh, does not really help. And you don't need it. If you know who you are and what you would like to do and achieve in your life, then you don't need comparison. You just go your way. And so I think this is really the most important lesson for anyone uh, at any time. And uh, if I had known that like 30 years ago, maybe things would have become even even better. I mean, I'm not complaining. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> but um, I think a lot of stuff in my life uh, would have been much easier. And also easier uh, for people in my close surroundings, of, of course. I mean, usually if you don't know who you are and what you really want to do and what's what's important for you, really at the core, then uh, your your surrounding will also suffer. <laughs> I, I completely understand. I think it's it's important um, to sit down and also uh, spend time reflecting. Um, Uh, about yourself. Uh, you, you told me that and you learned me that. <laughs> Something I will never forget. Cool, Sven. Then it was a real pleasure to have you on, on the podcast uh, and uh, yeah, all the best to you. Thanks, Danny, for asking me. All the best for you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Go for Leadership, the podcast.